We're staying in our own country, but we're heading for Western Australia. Sally Lucas will bring us up to date with all the things we thought we might do and probably should put on our list, plus the hot deals in the travel marketplace at the moment. We're definitely getting closer to Christmas and what a nice time to think about things we might like to undertake in the very near future as we talk travel on to a new RFM. And Sally Lucas, why not go to, I think it's the largest state in Australia, isn't it? It certainly is. And I'm not sure about population, but I guess it'd have a fairly low population in comparison, obviously, to Queensland, New South Wales and et cetera, Victoria. So, yes, a huge state. And, of course, you're not going to do it all in one holiday. (laughs) And you shouldn't try. (laughs) No, no. And I think if we're travelling soon, like if people are wanting to really, you know, they've got the bug now, we can can move about – and you're wanting to go now, well, obviously you'd go south. I mean, you wouldn't try heading north at this time of the year. I mean, the monsoon's going at great guns across there at the moment. So, yeah, they yeah. say it's just come. I know. Finally Yeah, come. finally. Well, they haven't had a wet. Our friends live in Darwin, and they were saying they really haven't had a decent wet for a couple of years. So they'll be looking forward to this. Mm. Um, even last time I was in Darwin, I'd never seen it look dry. Mm. And, you know, the, it wasn't as green as it normally is. So they'll be absolutely happy as, I mm. think, to get all this rain. So, no, don't go north at this time of the year unless you want to be absolutely inundated with weather and horrific humidity. 100% so all the time. The way so go. definitely south. And even when you go south, like same when we were on Kangaroo Island recently or anywhere where you go south, you're facing that great southern ocean. So you quite often can get breezy. Uh, even in summer, you often might need a light jacket because you are going to, you know, get that breeze, which is wonderful, which gives you the relief. Um, and of course, from Perth, it's a nice if you've got the opportunity. Of course, you can do tours if you're unable to drive, fly over, hire a car or or do a tour. But to drive is wonderful because you can just pull over and stop wherever you feel like and, and just experience what there is to offer. And one of our son's friends, who's a Kiwi, has been based there at the moment. She has been doing so much exploring. And every time I look at her photos, I think, oh, gosh, I've got to get back over there and do more of that. She's been going into some wonderful national parks with places called the Honeymoon Pools. And there's these beautiful clear pools and in the inland from about, I suppose, in from Bunbury in that area going inland. I think it's Collie or Collie River, that area. So there's some lovely things you can do close to Perth and do some short breaks. But, you know, to do a drive holiday if you've got the time and head all the way down then across you know to Albany and finish up in Esperance and if, if you like you could then go on up to Kalgoorlie and back to Perth which we have done a few years ago and do the complete circle. Um, we did that in two weeks I mean we could have probably taken longer but you can do that in in two weeks um, however you don't have to again Kalgoorlie would be hot at this time of year as well dry heat but 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 hot so but definitely even if you can't get as far as Esperance but Margaret River we all hear about the Margaret River and how wonderful it is of course when you've got beautiful vineyards there you've actually got a town called Margaret River as well as there being a Margaret River um, and of course a lot of the other towns I think there's about 50 of them in Western Australia ended up <laughs> uh, it's so funny and up is an Aboriginal Indigenous word meaning place of so you've got you know Norabub at Yalingup you know there's ups everywhere so there's plenty of ups and no downs <laughs> 
<laughs> or maybe if you're going up a hill, then you've got to come down. But, you know, you know what I'm saying. Um, of course, out from Perth, you've got Rottnest Island, which, of course, from there it's about an hour and a half ferry ride. If you're going from Fremantle, though, it's a lot closer. And Of course, Fremantle's on the coast, not on the river. It's only about a half hour ferry from there if you happen to be down that way. Um, and on Rot- you've got a lot of accommodation on Rottnest. I think rather than just go for a day, if you've got the time overnight and you've got a whole range of different accommodations there now from basic from camping all the way through to to budget cottage style to hotels to you know everything and of course everyone wants to meet the quokkas Mm. of course the cute little animal that they are Um, the best play way to get around uh, Rottnest is by push bike Um, they do have e-bikes as well apparently there's about 1900 bikes on the island So there's plenty there to get around. Of course, everywhere now that they're opening up is getting busier, remember. Just keep this in mind, any holidays you're now planning within Australia, not like the old days where you might just say, let's go and think you can get there in a week or two and find somewhere to stay. You really need to put your thinking caps on and plan ahead. Otherwise, you'll be disappointed and you could miss out on something you really want to see or do. So do keep that in mind as well. Um, Also, just Perth itself has evolved into a wonderful city. You know, they've done a lot down around the riverfront. They've changed all that now. It's some beautiful restaurants and eateries and some lovely little bars. And, you know, it's really morphed into a a much more modern, um, attractive city and uh, as a lot of our cities have over the years. You know, you remember the old days you went to Brisbane or Melbourne, you thought they were dull and boring, but look at them now, you know, mm. how they've developed yeah, their, their wharf mm. or their river areas. And, you know, we've done the same here with, with Honeysuckle and so on. So, you know, we have some lovely cities to visit. And we're talking travel, Sally Lucas and I, and we're in Western Australia. There's so much to talk about. We've just, well, we've outlined a circuit from Perth we going have. around the southern part of Western Australia. Well, part of the southern part. Um, and it's nice to get down the coast road, Jane, too. I mean, you go down through Mandura, Rockingham, Bunbury, um, etc. Bustleton, which has got the great big long jetty, of course, that it's famous for. You can either it's walk to the end. It's over a kilometre, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, you can do a little chut-chut and go out on a train. And also, look, if you're not going north, as we mentioned, to go up as far as Monkey Mire, which is way up past Gerald, and it's quite a long drive, to do the um, dolphins, you can do the same experience at Bunbury. Uh, they have a, a, a cruise dolphin centre there, and you actually are swimming with wild dolphins. They won't guarantee interaction because you're not allowed to go to them, but they provide the equipment, etc., and they guarantee you will definitely always there will definitely always be dolphins there. And then how much they interact with you is up to the dolphins. So that's something beautiful you can do as well. Then you go down to Dunsborough and then, of course, you've got Cape Natural East and Lighthouse and the National Park there, which is wonderful. Continuing on down through the Mount Franklin National Park and then you end up at Albany, of course, which has got the most wonderful um, museum there to do with the wars and the Anzacs, etc. of course. And it's very famous for that because where all the vessels from New Zealand and Australia left all Left from and Albany. the horses, wasn't it? The whalers. The yes, Australian yes, yes. Famous, of course, horses. for yeah. that as well. Um, and from then you can go on, of course, where into the Margaret River National Park and all that sort of area, which is lovely. Lots of beautiful caves and things you can explore down there. Mammoth Cave, etc. Cave, which they call a, a, it's a ta- they call it the suspended table. It's this incredible formation in the cave, which is just wonderful. Um, yes, yeah, so and look, there's so many walks you can do. There's one at near out of Albany about. 
about 40 k's up, and it's part of a, a, a domed mountain range. There's only about 15 kilometres of it left and it was originally again attached to the Antarctic, an Antarctic mountain range like we were mentioning with the um, Flinders Ranges last week. It's amazing isn't it when you think about it. So you can do a couple of different walks in that particular national park. And don't forget the wine And tasting. the wineries. Yes they have little wines. Uh, yes on the way up to the park where you start this walk there's a couple of nice little wineries um, and then you can you do this walk or one of these walks Castle Rock and it's a big dome rock but when you get to the top you've got to actually crawl through a hole between the rocks so once you get to the other side which I didn't I'd had a bad knee at the time but um, there's this incredible viewing platform right out over the ranges which is something wonderful to do as well um, yes and then of course if you do keep going on even further all the way to Esperance my god that is some of the most beautiful scenery you're ever going to see the water is so blue the sand is so white you've got kangaroos hopping around on the beach which is just amazing um, you've got Cape Le Grand National Park where you can do some fantastic walks you've got the Great Ocean Drive which is about a 40k scenic drive around Esperance which is just stunning um, it's just such a beautiful part of the world and not many people seem to get there I guess it's that much further they don't get that quite that far but if you want to do the loop as we just mentioned then you can head up through the middle up to Kalgoorlie and back across to Perth that can be done in two weeks um, you could take longer but you know obviously to sm- stop and smell the roses at a lot of those places we've mentioned more time would be would be great but you certainly could do it in a two-week holiday Oh, Western Australia. And the other thing, of course, what about Wave Rock at yes. on the way back between We could do Kalgoorlie. the inland route. As well, well, even well, going from Kalgoorlie get Kalgoorlie, back yes, of course, you can yeah. do that as well. And there was something else, and I'll have to look it up, I've forgotten now. I was talking to a lady who's a friend of a friend, and she was telling me about this wonderful place you can stop at on the way and stay. It's like a farm stay, but they have all this incredible range of animals and bird life that you can stay along the way back from Kalgoorlie as well. I'll have to go back in and ask her about that because it sounded fascinating to me and so that's something I will follow up on and obviously we haven't even gone near um, the mid-northern part of um, Western Australia or even the far north which we will do. We might finish up with that for our last program next week Jane and, Mm. and talk about that other wonderful part of Western Australia now that we can visit again. Yay. Yes. It's so great, isn't it, now yes. that we've got so many places open to us in our own beautiful country. We're talking travel, Sally Lucas and I, and we're heading for the hot deals in the travel marketplace at the moment. Sally Lucas, what yes. have you got for us? Okay, we've got a few little um, cruisy things that you can do in Western Australia. So True North normally does the Kimberley cruises. Of course, they don't do these in the peak of the summer season or the hot months. So they're bringing their vessel down to the southern part of Western Australia. I thought, well, that's a smart idea, isn't it? They're doing a five-night rotnest escape from Fremantle as well um, on the 4th of January next year. They're doing a five-night southwest escape, and that's from Fremantle as well to Geograph Bay. And it's everything's inclusive on these as well, by the way, all cuisine, activities and sightseeing. Um, drinks except for non-alcoholic at your own expense. Now, that one's on the 30th of January. There's a seven-night New Year in the West, uh, which is doing a cruise on the 26th of December as well, and it's going to Injunup, 
another up. <laughs> and there's an this one, wait for this one, an eight-night adventure southwest going to Esperance. Mm-hmm. Um, so from Fremantle to Esperance on the 13th of January and on the, the reverse on the 21st of January as well. So just keep that in mind if you're heading west. Mm-hmm. Um, Club Med has got a range of 2022 holidays for sale now. They're getting in, hoping that, of course, the world will be open to us again in 2022. Um, and it's saving up to 30% on a range of their de- dates and destinations with a low deposit and free cancellation. So keep that in mind. Now, we did last week, Jane, talk about um, Lord Howe, etc. And there, again, we've got quite a nice few specials going to Lord Howe Island that are still available at the moment, um, depending on where you stay again from under 1400 $100 for a seven-night package as you lead in with your transfers, etc., all included. This is, sorry, on Norfolk Island, that one. Sorry, I'm getting you the wrong one. The seven-night package with your car hire from under 1400 And on Lord Howe, it's from under 1600 for your lead-in uh, seven-night package there. And if you're wondering, like, people ask Norfolk versus Lord Howe, which should you do? It's, it's a hard one, isn't it, Jane? I mean, they're both beautiful islands in their own right. But, of course, I love Lord Howe, as you know. So I, I, that's my bent, and it's that's... Just me, I love it. But the Norfolk Island, the typical clientele is probably 55 years and up, mainly mainly couples, but also solo travellers or special interest groups who enjoy the history of the area as well. Um, and it's got hilly terrain, so really you need to consider hiring a car when you're on Norfolk Island. It's the best way of getting around. But it is interesting from a historic point of view. And it's just lovely. They've got a lot of small businesses that make, you know, pottery, honey, cheese, and they have Sunday markets. Now, Lord Howe is probably a 40 plus years, um, but mainly it's people interested in the endemic wildlife, the natural beauty, etc., and conservation being a pristine world heritage site, of course. And it's all about walking or riding a push bike. So you'd need to be relatively fit to be able to get around when you're going to Lord Howe Island. But beautiful beaches, as we've said before. Ned's Beach for your swimming is great for kids as well, really. Um, yeah, suitable for any age, so long as you're, you're able-bodied, I suppose, is what I should say. So I just thought I'd mention that. And just lastly, Jane, MSC Cruises have opened up a world cruise booking for 2023. Oh. Now, it's 119 days if you do the lot. An incredible itinerary. I'm just looking at all the ports of call here. There's just a massive amount. But you can also do a Rome to Sydney, which is starting from there, or a Sydney to Rome. And that's uh, uh, the um, Rome to Sydney is 54 days. It's on the 4th of January, 2023. Or from here back, it's on the 27th of February, 2023. Now, the itineraries are amazing. On the way here, they're going across through the Americas, South America, Americas, etc. Wonderful ports of call, too many to mention, and across the Pacific to here. And then, of course, on the way back, you're going all the way up then from Australia, right up into um, the Philippines, into Japan, Hong Kong, Korea, uh, across to Vietnam, incredible itinerary, Muscat, Dubai, the Suez Canal, you know, Aqaba, etc., back in through to Europe that way. So they're two incredible, and it's open now. Um, they've got special dine and drink packages. They've got some excursions included as well. So just, just check with your travel agent. There's a few different options available on that that's just been announced. It's now open for booking for 2023. Excellent. And of course, thank you, Sally Lucas. Thank you, Jane. We will talk travel again next Friday, uh, being the last Friday before Christmas. And can you believe how quick this year has gone? And Mm. I didn't think it would be, but Mm. there you go. There you go. (laughs)
And we'll talk travel, as I say, next week. You can also catch this program on podcast on our website, 2NURFM.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast from 2NURFM at the University of Newcastle. Topics range from gardening to health, well-being, pet care, finance, business and travel. You'll find them all at 2NURFM.com. <laughs>